0: On. Boss talk. It's a
1: unique check it, check it, check it. It's a unique host. It's your boy, ECO, and I'm here with the lovely official Miss, Miss Jamaica. What's up?
0: None, none, you know, my damn. go on.
1: Man, hey, man. Make sure you got to like and subscribe to Boss Talk 101, man. We out here in Los Angeles. Yo, man, hey, man. Listen, man, we got a guy out here today. But y'all. Hold
0: on before you get into that. Y'all got to make sure y'all do the <laughs> Patreon. That's where y'all going to find our full length interviews after a while. Let me tell you, we spoiling you right now doing it on YouTube, but this, do our membership. Small little jingle, jingle, jangle change to get our membership. Do it. You will see all our full-length interviews on our Patreon. It's under Boss Talk Podcast 101 on Patreon. Thank man, you. Man, she's
1: trying to pay the bills, y'all, man. Hey, man, <laughs> Freeway
2: Ricky Ross is in the building. Yes, yes, what up, what up? Man, how you doing, man? You know, right now, uh, I'm having a stint with high blood pressure. Man, you know.
0: Man, but you are vegan, and you—I mean—you eat right, you work out. Yeah. how
2: Well, you know, I was—I was talking to Chef Barbette the other day. I called her, and, and I was like, Chef, you know, I, I try to eat the right foods, and and then she was like, Well, you know, you eat out a lot, and and you don't know what them people put in your food mm-hmm. to make it taste good, and, right? And, and me, I don't eat for taste. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Eat you for know, health. I try. As to we eat get, to get live, older, right? Know? So, um, I just woke up a couple nights ago, man, and. and I'm annoying to me and my head just felt kind of funny and i was like you know what maybe i should just go to the doctor yeah and lucky i did i went in it was like 3 30 in the morning and my blood pressure was 189. wow over 101 which is is stroke and heart attack right. levels you know and they was like shocked i drove myself to the hospital wow
0: what was your symptoms
2: I didn't. Was it really, headaches, headaches? No, headaches, really no symptoms, and, and that's why, you know, uh, they call uh, uh, high blood pressure the silent killer. The silent killer. And I didn't know none of this stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I ain't never had no health problems, yeah. you know. Uh, so for me, it was a total shock, but uh, they say it can be managed, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'm managing it now. I'm fasting. Uh, I'm, I'm getting ready to do a, a cleanse, mm-hmm. you know, uh, 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 where I detox Reset my body. Reset your system. And and I'm exercising, again, rigorously, you know. um, I used to exercise rigorously. I thought you played tennis anyway. Well, I play with my kids, but that's That's not
0: enough Enough. enough
2: enough. to to really generate the the type of activity that I need. Need. I have Mm -hmm. to to increase my activity, so I'm working on that now. Uh, But other than that, you know, uh, things things are pretty good. Yeah. Well, I I just know that, man, you know,
1: talking to you last time, I know you got relationships with – doctors and, and, and stuff. You know, last time you was telling me about a doctor that was telling you about COVID. So I know you know who to call, yeah, I know I called, you. I
2: already called you. <laughs> <laughs> That's the I one thing. Doctor uh Dr. Uh, Washington and Chef Boy Bed and mm-hmm. Ricky Poo. uh I mean, I'm, I'm hitting everybody up now, getting all the information I can. And a lot of my friends, I didn't know that so many people had high blood pressure. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, they do. It,
0: it's so, Our people. So, like we wouldn't believe. Like every one of my friends have have had high blood pressure. So let me ask you a question. You're gonna start cooking at home now and eating your own food instead of eating out all the time.
2: Well, what I'm gonna do is get me a meal prepper. Mm-hmm. You know, because my schedule is so rigorous that that I can't I can't cook myself. You, you can't know, cook I yourself. Just, no, I can't do you,
0: it. You're always going 24 seven seven days a week.
2: Yes, my my schedule starts at. What, what I did do too, I put my phone to the side. Mm-hmm. You know, in the morning. So mm-hmm. now I'm I'm not gonna start answering my phone to about. Uh, six in the morning, okay most mornings I'm up at like four in the morning mm-hmm. I have some phones from people on the east Coast, but I'm gonna slow that down just try to slow my life down a mm-hmm. little bit you know uh uh instead of go 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 you know uh stop and smell some roses health
1: is wealth mm- mm-hmm. it's yeah. way more important
2: it is. <laughs> <laughs> it is and people don't really think about buy, it you can't buy good health
1: correct it's something you gotta you gotta you That's you true. you have to have peace mm-hmm. you you think like when it comes to Anger and all these different things. I don't, I don't, Do you really, believe, I don't really
2: get angry. That's what I'm saying. You really you know, like it's like uh, so many of the things that they say triggers it. Triggers it but now stress, you know, and, and stress is something that you, you can carry know. stress
0: and don't know. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And, and I'm finding out that most of my time of my spikes is at night when I'm asleep. Yeah. Really? Yeah. During the day Dreaming. Time, Dreaming, you know, I have nightmares about being in prison, yeah, and, yeah, and, and most of my you still dreams, do? I still do, I still have nightmares about prison, really. Uh, you got to realize he did, 20, did 20 years, years. Yeah.
0: I know, <clears throat> but you've been out for a while and you've been so busy keeping yourself years. preoccupied. But your subconscious mind
2: mind. is locked in your subconscious mind. Wow. That's why it's one of the most important things that we have to learn is to control our subconscious mind. How well, whatever we feed it is what it picks up on. Yeah, so so we 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 have to really mm-hmm. just be conscious of mm-hmm. of everything that we're feeding our mind, mm-hmm. you know, because most of my dreams are about business, mm-hmm. and it's usually about business where I barely make it. It's like this real tense situation, and, and we're struggling and we're struggling, and I barely make it, you know, so I, I imagine... And that's your dream? Those are my dreams.
0: Okay. Those are the things
2: that I dream about. Like, I don't dream about... Being on Fantasy Island or...
0: No, because you say you dream a lot about being in prison, too, but that's not a dream of in prison.
2: No, 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 no. Um, it's either being in prison or, or about business. kind of business.
0: You, you, you got to
1: understand, my friend, like, I, I was locked up when he passed away. Mm-hmm. And, and for that years, me. I used to dream about him until one Recently. time I dreamed, and I told
2: you about yeah, it, last I went year. To, he died in my dream. Yeah, And I never have dreamed about him no more. I wish I could stop dreaming of dying. My prison system would die. but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, just I mean, I have dreams of me selling cocaine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The police kicking the door in mm-hmm. and me going back to prison.
0: And then all my friends are sitting there like, we knew you was coming back. You know? I wonder if our subconscious is because that is a fear that we have subconsciously. I wonder if that's the reason why subconsciously you dream about certain things because it's fears.
2: It is. It is. Yeah. It's a it's a fear, and it's also an addiction. Mm. Mm. You know. You know, selling drugs is an addiction. Right. You know. So, uh, quite naturally, if you uh, done it as long as I did it, you know, and uh, enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed it, that it was a challenge it was a challenge but then
0: but, hold on. but then you turn your business you come out and because one thing he's always told me is when we started out selling clothes and stuff like that he would use it as like that's the drug game because we would go hustle the clothes and we would go i love the adrenaline rush of being on the street selling the clothes and walking up to people and be like hey especially making a lot of money doing it and i can see how i can you know think about that as a drug game. So even like you with your entrepreneurship, last time when we had our interview, you said that you just use all your principles from the drug game to your entrepreneurship and so forth. So that's why I'm like, it should be the same.
2: Well, it is kind of, it, I mean, the games are the same, mm-hmm. but I haven't been able to take those nightmares out of my system mm-hmm. to where, I only think about the stuff that I'm doing now. Now, I don't have uh, a prison dreams every night. Mm-hmm. You know. And then, and then, you know, sometimes we don't even know what we dream about. Right. You know, sometimes we don't You don't remember. remember. I can remember, though, when I wake up, you know.
0: For a moment, and, and then you forget after like, a while.
2: Wow, that was.
0: I'm that's
2: crazy. I'm glad
1: that was a dream. Dream. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's, that's real. It gets so vivid to where I would dream that I was, like, I was dream stuff and it would happen mm-hmm. while I was locked up.
2: I would dream it and... Oh, no question. Dreams are are a form of things to come.
0: Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. Not all, but some.
2: (laughs) Not all, but most of them. Or Jamaicans would say,
0: dream don't walk straight. That's what Jamaicans would say. Dreams don't walk straight. Because when I say that, some people can dream things and it happened and people be like, that's deja vu, but it's really something you dreamt and then it happened. But some dreams, it's like you have to have it interpreted. You know what I mean? Like you dream about... Fish, and then Jamaicans would say, "Oh, somebody's pregnant."
2: Right, right. I heard that. Well, well, I believe that dreams are a form of you predicting what the future is. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like a vision where you visualize something to come, and 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 that's how I see it, it mm-hmm. is, 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 is a vision. You know, where I can see myself. In, in business. I mean, if, if you go back and, and you look at some of the articles that I did when I was in prison, and I'm talking about these dreams in these articles, and now all the things that I talked about in those dreams are f- manifesting themselves right now in, in, in the world. And dreams
0: prepare you for different things because <clears> I can remember one dream in particular that um, I think that dream prepared me for my father's death. Because it was a dream that happened, and it was so weird because of what I saw in the dream. And then no later than, probably a month later, I got that call. And I knew that that dream, that's what that dream was. Yeah,
1: wow. Yeah, I was going to ask you about, like, um, just lately, you know, I've been seeing you. I I did see the podcast. You had spoke about that. I want to say that while I'm thinking about it. Is it Beat Beat? It was you was on a podcast, or either you do a podcast. This was a, but this was virtual when I seen you, and it was with the guy out of Chicago. I think. Um, oh, uh, beat. What the heck is the name of that thing? It's beat Dave, something. Dave, Dave made, Dave made it, but it's beat. King? Break, beats. Break, Break, beats. Break beats. Break beats. Are you really affiliated with those guys, or you just did that with them
2: Well, Dave is my partner. I, I, you know, um, it's crazy. When when I went to prison. Uh, It was the first time I ever saw the Source Magazine when it was only like two pages. yeah. And uh, I wrote Dave a letter when I was in prison. He didn't get the letter. Uh, But I wanted to invest into the Source Magazine because I kind of saw where it was going and uh, he, he never responded. But later on in life when I got out, he contacted me and was like, man, I got a podcast idea. So me and him went together and did the podcast and uh, you know, I, I help him with however I can. You yeah. Know? But that's his company. Breakbeats Beats is him and his. Uh, do, and his
1: do, so, up. you, I mean, will you, you? I'll still be seeing you on there. Is that something you're going to continue to do?
2: Uh, we're going to, uh, uh, I think we're going to continue to do the the, the snowfall. Yeah, uh, yeah. Thing where we go in and we analyze snowfall. That was all his idea. You know, I, I was totally uh, against snowfall. I didn't want to have nothing to do with Yeah, snowfall. I remember you and telling that, me or talk about it or anything but yeah that's w- what you
0: said last show
2: yeah but once he he, he brought it to me and, and I thought it was a good idea and and you know it's so much so much false stuff that's being uh, given to our people and I thought it was a good idea to, to kind of set the record straight Thank because when, when, you, when you look at Snowfall and, and you think that all of this stuff was going on you know all the killings and, and the way they sold drugs and, and you're like and they selling these false narratives too. Still, you know, yeah, uh, that's, that's that's bad for, for, because it's not even real it's promoting. I believe that it's promoting violence. It promotes selling drugs, and to to to. First of all, for John to do the show, I thought was 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 distasteful. You know, me and him having dinner and lunch together, and and he not tell me that he's doing this show. I thought that was kind of distasteful, uh, and then not to call me and ask me as a consultant, you know, at least you would have, I mean, right now, we got a lot of guys that actually sold drugs in LA right now that's gotten out of prison, did a lot of time, and for you not to consult with somebody who really lived that lifestyle, I mean, ain't a time for America to really see how people start to sell drugs, why they sell drugs, I I mean, I believe they need the, 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 the real, the true facts about the drug business.
0: They oh, right. don't want to change it, though. They don't want It's an industry that the country makes millions of dollars off of. Yeah. Billions, no billions. Billions. Yeah, billions. So why change? The they prison, don't want to change it.
2: The prison industry alone probably is like $58 billion a year, $60-something billion a year. Right.
0: Billion. So, like, why, you know, they don't want to find a, a cure for this. Well, some people don't.
2: But if, if, if you had a, a child or a brother or uncle or a father or a sister or mother that was on drugs, then you want a cure. Mm-hmm. Do you,
1: like, when you think back to when you first started uh, dealing with drugs and dealing with these different uh, communities, uh, dealing with the drug game, can you even think back to the first? Because I, I forget a lot of stuff. You know what I'm saying? I listen to a lot of your interviews. But do you, do you really reflect back? Because I can remember taking something from my uncle, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's how I got started, I, I remember. No, I know exactly how I
2: got started. How did you get started? I had a friend who called me and said that he had something that was new. And it was gonna be the biggest thing hit that hit the, hit the planet for a while. And, and, and I went and he showed it to me, I didn't believe him. He told me to go and try it, and, and that's what I did. And, and did you take it? No. No, no, I didn't use it.
0: That's one thing I, not I asked. Not but at I, that
2: time. Okay,
0: I asked him a question the other day. And I'm going to ask you. And I, I always, like, when I watch the movies and Don't ask somebody... Don't
2: ask <laughs>
0: <laughs> No, I, I, I'm serious. When you watch a movie because I watch movies, that's how I learn a lot of this stuff. And, they ain't going to show
2: you nothing on the movie. They <laughs> cut the bag and they and taste they cut, it.
0: Like, you have to, like, do you that have to not, taste it to make sure you're getting the good product, that nobody selling you no when, flour? When
2: I first started, I did do that.
0: Okay. You know, I never did I, that. I would have
2: people that would... That's what it, I did. Uh, would tell me if it was good. But it got to a point to where... You no longer needed it to, to taste it or anything like that. You put in a, a shaker bottle and throw some oh. baking soda on it and some heat. No, it's going to tell you. And then we you did. know if it's good or not. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Throw okay. it back on that scale and <laughs> you see where they come back. You know? okay. Yeah. I was okay. going to ask
1: you, what's the most money you ever had to count with a group of people in your life? I think 3.2 million. How long
2: did it take? I don't even remember, man. <laughs> That's you know, a long ha- time. We, have, we have you had the counters, of hands. course, counters. but that still takes a long time. Now, when it was bad, when you had to count that shit by hand, that was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, that took forever. Hey, guess what? I ain't selling dope today because I ain't counting money. I ain't count no money, <laughs> <laughs> I I money, count no money today.
1: No, you know? man. Like, and, and just to try to clean it up, like, what was one of some of the resources that you used to clean it up? Be dealing with that much money, or did you even care to clean it?
2: I mean, it's it's you know it's easy to
1: clean money. We dealt with detail shops in the country. You know, they, it was the weakest little way that we had our little money. Everybody knew what was going on. Person get a detail shop, or if a person take in and try to figure out ways to put stuff in his mama name, you already know these avenues will be everybody, taken. You know,
2: That's the, everybody lucky. know it. My mama had twenty four brothers and sisters. So <laughs> oh I had, wow! I had a lot of people I could slide in, <laughs> slide in their name. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, unk
0: Mm-mm, I be scared. But, I mean, like I don't trust none of them. Bad
2: though. When, when when they put in the newspaper you got a life sentence, all that property become theirs. He yeah. Yeah. don't yeah. need that. <laughs> oh, yeah, All he's gonna do is give it to that girl. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. You know so, you don't think about it. Yeah, yeah. But you know, the, the drug business is is it's it's a ruthless business, you know, yeah. and, and it's stressful. You know, when I went to prison my ulcers was messed up, you know, I used to walk around with a bottle of that Maylock. Yeah, mm. yeah, 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 yeah. I, I drink it like water. <laughs>
1: wow did you did you go through times of paranoia like a lot i dealt with parents like i was paranoid i thought everybody and from everybody talked to me that's what i'm saying
2: from yeah
1: i thought everybody
2: was working with them.
0: yeah because you don't know who might be undercover you don't know You've who might be a all
2: that. Yeah. Talking on the phone. One phone for two three weeks and chasing the <laughs> and all kinds
0: of stuff. Did you always talk in code to everybody or only to certain people? Like it became a habit when you said certain things. Well,
2: we really didn't talk on the phone much. You know, it was very, hey, meet me at the restaurant. Meet <laughs> that me at was it. Meet me at the Two Sisters restaurant. You know, mm-hmm. meet me over here. Meet me at M&M's. You know, that was basically the, the conversation that we would have. Uh, the thing about mine is that my informant, who was my partner, was wired. So mm. it didn't matter. You know, he decoded the whole conversation in court.
1: Yeah, I I remember a time when it was a drought, and I went to Houston, and I, I can remember a guy took me to the wrong spot. I told him, meet me at the Super 1. But when he met me, he met me, and then he took me around this corner. And in my mind, I was already angry because there had been a drought, and it hadn't been moving in so long. I was totally ticked off with this guy to where it, came, it became violent as soon as we even— Got out the car because I felt like he betrayed me, and I felt like he was trying to do me because I didn't really know him. Right. These are the things that happen when you're trying to deal with
2: droughts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, what did you, you ever have like a that? drought? I had droughts, but my droughts was never to where I was really going. I, no, I didn't. I didn't <laughs> did deal with people that I didn't, didn't know, know. But the person that I was doing the deal with was supposed to know the person. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, uh,
0: this, but I, you know, this is such a but, trust. Like, it's hard to trust people. You can't trust people in that but game. It's,
2: it's it goes the same way throughout, you know. Through life. Through life, with all these businesses, whatever you're in, I mean, it's hard to trust people, you know.
0: But the difference is, when you're in a legitimate business, and yes, it's hard to trust people, but you're not going to go to prison behind somebody else if it's a legal business compared to when it's illegal and you don't trust somebody, they can send you to but, prison for life. But they worse, They worse. You might have to kill these.
1: (laughs) I remember Dame Dash saying something about when he he was owed some money by a a corporate American. It was so the way they treat you is even worse because they can't do they can't even handle the situation that they're creating. Right. I agree with that because Mm -hmm. you know they, they they do it behind you know paperwork, computers, and you have to face off with people who they're weaker than you. But they just know how to play the
2: game. Yeah, and they take more chances.
1: They you take know. chances. You know, they they're
2: they, they gonna tell you, "Kill me." Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, in the street, they ain't gonna say that because they know you might I do. do it. Might.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: what you On say? On the street, they be like, uh, "Don't kill me. I'm gonna take care." Of you.
0: Yeah, yeah, you're right. But um, what do you say to people in the game right now who feel like? Man, I got my partners that they they down with me they this, they that, because I feel like no matter how much you grew up with this person or they're your family, your mom or daddy, whoever, if threatening the right way by the cops, like to take away your kids, your auntie, your uncle, whoever, anybody can turn
2: oh for sure and i I won't say anybody because there, there are guys who 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 stand up you know uh. But, but I wouldn't take a chance, you know. Why? Why take a chance on uh, getting into something that the, a guy might be forced to have to tell on you? Yeah, you know, yeah. His life might be on the line. Yeah, uh, for him to tell on you. But some guys, you know, some guys swallow those pills. Yeah, know? no, I'm, I've
1: been, I've been around. Like it's, it. I look at young Thug and his situation that he going through. I already know these conversations is going to get very, 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 very intense when you're dealing with people who been around you and know everything that you got going and they away from family and they never been in trouble. Mm-hmm. You know, at least I had a few tickets and I had been locked up and I knew what I was up against and I had been through situations where I was in the county for a while. But and I had I didn't roll. Like but sometimes people you, you get the wrong people
2: in the crowd and and, and you don't know what they are gonna do when they go in these rooms, bro. No, nah, no. Nah. You know when we used to see guys come in with ten to fifteen guys, we'd be like <laughs> We going to tell? <laughs> you can almost predict that, you Did know? you – how do you – do you even – I know you try to
1: stay focused on what you got going, but when you hear things was going on with Young Thug and the way that that situation is unfolding, how do you – what do you think about that? Well, you know,
2: I met Young Thug, man. You met him? Yeah, he came out to, uh, to one of my barbershop sign-ins. Wow. In Atlanta, and, and I talked to him, and we swapped numbers, and I think we talked on the phone one time, and, and I was trying – to, to, to really reel the young brother in. You that's what right, like, right. look man, you are in a great position in your life. You can really help your hood.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know.
2: But but a lot of times we get we get confused and and we thinking that the money we make legally can be doubled or tripled if we go back, know, back to, to the, the streets. streets. And it's like Man, the street dudes is trying to get out of the streets. Mm-hmm. Why are you guys trying to go back into the streets? So we just got to purvey a message to our young people that 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 they got to um, they got to learn how to compete with corporate America, man. That's where the real money is. No, I agree. 100%. And we can compete, you know. Like um, to me, it's oh man, it seems so simple. You know the way these guys, you know, I, I met some of the <laughs> biggest people in Hollywood, man, and I'd be like how this guy get his job really Mm -hmm. you know we gotta go and check who his mom and daddy is yeah a lot of times those people will will their mom and dad will prop them up Mm Yeah, to make them look like something that they really really not. not. Yeah, Yeah.
0: Yeah. You got to do your research and figure out. But even like that's the one thing I've always um, tried to help with young kids because especially coming up in the music game we've interviewed a lot of people in the music game and they'll still be sticking in in the streets but some of these people are even bigger in the music making a lot of money even like Mo3 you know God rest his soul that passed away he was heavy still in the streets but then his music was still up here and he was going like like leave that alone like why wouldn't you but i could never understand why they can't leave the streets alone well, well, and what you said made sense about you know how they felt about the money and and the fact
2: that most of these guys got their start from street dudes, right? You know, that's right. Who, who got who got a hundred dollars an hour for a studio? You go to the dope, you man. go to the domain. <laughs> yeah, that's real. Yeah. So so a lot of them get their their start from there and they feel loyal to that, yeah, particular I, aspect of of life. So
0: I, I don't know. We interviewed in New Orleans. Um, Big Boz, Anthony Boswell, do you know who that is? No. Because he mentioned in the interview that um, in his paperwork, you know how yeah, when you go to that. prison, whatever, you got your paperwork back, and for some reason in his paperwork, your name was in the paperwork.
2: Oh, man, I saw that. Yeah, he did saw, say that. Saw, it saw was saw that. before he went, he said so that that's what he was how saying. Did that, that, guy, you, that guy was bullshit from the start, you know what I'm saying? So your name so was you, not in do you know him? him? I never heard of him before.
0: Then why, that, so you don't, see so your, your name was not in his paperwork? He wouldn't know if he don't know it. I don't know the guy. I never heard
2: of him. But the stuff that he was saying, he, this was something that happened in Oklahoma. In, yeah, right. in Oklahoma. In 80, what did he say, 84, 80, 84 mm-hmm. or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it there. was early on. Nobody even implemented the CIA into drug dealing until 96.
1: Mm. Oh, okay. So nope,
2: So there's no way your name could have been on his paperwork. How could it? How could it? I had never been to jail in in eighty four. I didn't go to jail until uh, eighty nine. Wow, <clears throat> wow, that's crazy. Because maybe is but your name is he. May, maybe the name no, wrong. He had he he had the name right. What which, what people do, and and you know I don't know if you heard on there, but he was talking about that snowfall was based off of his life and.
1: No, I didn't hear that part. But we we talked to him. We interviewed him, and he told us that. Because I asked him because I seen a little bit of that. I was like, "So how was freeway?" Because I had interviewed you, so I was like, "How did his name end up in your paperwork?" And I don't think he went into deep detail. He just said he he, don't know how. He said he because he don't know
0: you. He never met you. And I'm like, "How? Why would they put his name in your paperwork if y'all don't know each other? That don't make no sense.
2: Absolutely no sense.
1: So I mean, do you have? You've had your name." Used in a lot of situations. And I heard you say on one interview that I think you said three or four people that misuse your name as far as, you know, like trying to use your name or trying to do different things with well, your name. Well,
2: people, you know, people are cloud chasers, you know, and, and they don't want to do the work. You know, wow. a lot of people don't want to get out here and, and earn their position, you know, so it's easier to, to, to drop a name, you know, and, and have nothing to back it. No, I get it 100%. Do you? um, So I I didn't even. You didn't even entertain him? No, I didn't. This is the first time I ever even mentioned it. Mentioned it. it. But when I heard him talk, you know, and even the interviewer, you know, I felt that he should have said, Where's your paperwork? You know, what's the the court number? You know, what's the doc number? Yeah. Let's go pull that up out of the docs. You know, because you know, you know, like I do, the, the court papers is, is is a record. Yeah, yeah, and you can get them. You can
1: actually pull them back up. Should be able to pull them
2: up any time. Yeah, it's public records, right? So when when I heard him saying that, you know, I mean, why would you mention somebody that you never met and never met you? Wow. You know, how would I even know? I mean, how would I? I don't know. It, it was just a waste of time. Nothing to. to what know. what about the Frank Lucas? I, I, you and him back in the days?
1: Did you kind of never met Frank? Never met Frank. I met
2: Frank. Uh, Lewis Farrakhan did a a, a drug a podium and we met there. Because his was a,
1: his time was a little before yeah, your he time. Was before my time.
2: That's right, and it was more. I guess he hair, did hair run. Hair run
1: was yeah, we the thing different.
2: back then. We were different, totally different.
1: Yeah. Who was the, who was the who was the who you think? And I'm not trying to put uh, you know <laughs> <laughs> Who was the like like the movement was like the biggest movement? Was it that hair run movement or was it the crack? I don't
2: Tampa know. Did. I don't know. I don't really even, <laughs> I don't really... You know, I mean, I, I talk about my past a little bit, but that's not really but I, you I'm passed it. I'm past that. You, you know, trying to make it through. Me, people ask me, oh, who had more money? You or Meach?" And I'd be like, "Meach, Yeah, I didn't even think that's about what, that. No, I was you about to, to, to <laughs> yeah, I was, the only thing it I was People say, ask you that, matter. No,
0: it wasn't the money part I was going to ask about <clears> with Meach. <throat> I was watching the BMF documentary the other day and I know when you watch shows or documentary, you're like, how much of this is really true? Uh, but then, the only thing I saw where they mentioned on you is when he was walking through the casino and they were introducing, you know, people and you, you, somebody was acting as you. Oh, yeah, this is Freeway Rick Ross from the, the whatever. Was that true, where you met him in a casino for the first time? Do you I, even remember that? I don't remember
2: meeting Meech. And
0: you don't the even time remember? I,
2: first time I met Meech is when, when they got arrested. And uh, Wendy Day wrote me a letter and asked me if I would uh, talk to him about his case. Oh, okay. And so we, we kind of built up a friendship through mm-hmm. letters. And when I got out of prison, we talked on the phone a few times until... Mm-hmm till I wasn't able to take his calls anymore behind so, my PO.
0: So, when we wow. see documentaries, documentaries don't mean that it's. Well, that's not a documentary. That's, that's, a, that's scripted, a, se- scripted series, it's a scripted That's just right? a scripted series, right? Yeah. No, not a BMF movie. The, the, the documentary, documentary is so what you I actually watched. It was his, his documentary. Name. Wow. And they showed that part where. It was in the documentary. It was in the well, documentary. Maybe, maybe,
2: maybe it was, you know, at that time. It, right. It could have been. It you showed know, he it could've was could've walking where through he, this. Where he saw me. because I, I think he was in
0: Atlanta. He was in Atlanta. And he was walking through the casino.
2: No, I wasn't in no. a no casino in Atlanta.
0: Wasn't no casino in
1: Atlanta. He would have had to be somewhere else. No, Vegas. No. Vegas? Uh,
0: the casino might have been like an underground thing. It wasn't oh, no public whoa. casino. It was like no, a... <laughs> a <laughs> yeah, it wasn't no big only casino. Time,
2: only time he would have probably saw me in the casino was during the fight times. Um, yeah. I would go. I don't gamble. Uh, but, you know, I started going to fights and, you know... But do okay. you know
1: that sometimes, like with these stories, that's why I was asking you about thinking back, trying to figure out and reflect on everything. There, I think there's going to be some truth, but everything's not going to be a hundred.
2: Oh no, even in my movie, you know, we got some stuff where 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 it'll be made where it's movie friendly, you know, mm-hmm. even with my, make book, it with my book, it has to be, you know, some stuff in there that made it reader friendly. You know, if it had just been me telling a story, it's, it's not as exciting to the, to the reader and, and you have to entice the reader, you know, mm-hmm. where um, say Vincent, the writer, talks about the shoes that they were wearing or, you know, and, and some of that stuff is made up, you know, what kind of shoes they were wearing, because I didn't remember what kind of shoes I was wearing, but the writer knew what kind of shoes were being wore during that, during that time. time? And they just put it in there because you know it stretches it out.
0: Right? And you've done a documentary <clears throat> in your life before, right? I uh, did a
2: few of a them.
0: Few right? So in the in, when you do a documentary, is it hundred percent true? I tried my documentary is well, my documentary is talking
2: heads. Mm. So it's just people coming on. Telling yeah, I seen it. What yeah, they remember? it's okay. not it's not a, a script.
0: A walk through your yeah, life type like of thing that. narration. Okay. But can,
1: like, let's bring up Kenny B, the guy that cut the young kid come on my show. And um, he, uh, he was on uh, Peel's Perks the whole time, right? He'd been in the rap game. And um, recently he quit. And I was happy about that, actually. Yeah, probably. And, and basically... Yeah, lucky, lucky for him. He But tell us, I'll let you tell the story. No,
0: so um, when he came on the show and he spoke about, um, he said that when he went to sign his deal, because, you know, when guys get in the music industry, they're eager, they're, they have this drive, they want to make it, da-da-da. So he went to New York, got signed, and somebody introduced him to Perks. So he took the Perks, and the first time he took the Perks, you know, he loved it. Cause, you know, we human beings, we go through hey, issues, we go tried. through problems and stuff like that. And sometimes you tend to want to forget your problems. So to him, he's like, when you took the perks, it made them forget the problems, and that was it. So he got addicted. He took it for four years. And then one day, I think he was losing so many friends, dropping, you know, left, right, and center, whether from perks or from different things, you know. And the addiction got stronger. Addiction got stronger, whatever. And his music is so good where his cousin, one of his cousins who used to sell it to him, Told him I'm not gonna sell you no more drugs, and they actually fought because he wanted that bad. That's how yep. that's how bad he was addicted to it. And they're like, I'm not we are not gonna sell because you're not doing the music like you used to. You don't have that drive no more. Cause he said when you on drugs, it tends to be like oh, I'll do that tomorrow. You keep putting off stuff because you 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 chill, you relax, and then life goes. So anyway, he put it out on social media that he gave up on it, and it was so surprising how many people reached out to him and was like, how are you knocking this? they trying to get off of it, How are two. you doing this? Because so many people want to knock this drug and can't. And even one of the guys who did, you know, reach out to him and he told him how to do it, he said he would take aspirins for the headache and he would go running. He would drink a lot of water to try to flush it up the system. But he's like, nobody warned him of that you're going to go through all the withdrawals for a whole well, week.
2: Has, you know, Perks is literally heroin.
0: Mm. It's,
2: it's another form of heroin one of the, wow. guys, one of the guys that reached out died. died three days later but the reason
1: I brought that up was because just the fact of fit all you they're know spiking, they spiking those with fit all. Mm-hmm. exactly mm-hmm. fentanyl. all like, like you seeing all the stuff rushing through our people this fit and all thing it's really worse to me than what crack was doing and all oh, that for sure.
2: because it's killing people well you know me and, me and one of my guys that, that, that I grew up with who, who, who got pretty wealthy into, into the cocaine game Little Tommy, yeah. we were talking the other day about guys killing their customers. Wow. Mm. You're literally killing your customers. Well, we but why?
0: Get, why would you want to kill your customers? You, you need return customers. That's
2: part of the game, though. They, that's part of the fit in our game. That some of your customers are going to die. Wow. And they, sometimes they get a kick out of, out of them dying because when, the, when you die, it makes the other ones want it.
1: What, <clears> what <throat> really? We, how are we going to get past this? I ask you because we've been in the game. We know what is the thing that can get us past this.
2: Um, Well, everything comes down to being educated. You know, when our kids become educated to the fact that these things are not only uh, addictive, but it also can kill you, I I think that they'll they'll wake up. I don't think we do enough education on on drugs at all in this country. You know, uh, we spend 50-some billion dollars incarcerating, and I I bet you the budget for um, prevention is much lower, and... Uh, some of the books that I read said that a pound of uh, uh, an ounce of cure an ounce of prevention is better than a pound of cure I so, heard that before so we got to start thinking about cure
0: no because it, it's so crazy because people when they're addicted especially once you take that first hit yeah you might know that it's going to kill you yeah you might know that it, this going to happen no they whatever. don't know it's
2: going to kill them when they take
0: the first hit uh, but I'm talking like if education of, comes in, in right. place but, and but some people feel like well it took away from my problems for that moment Just like no, people who they, get into the drug game at, Okay if, if example case, hold on if but that people in the case
2: they would take rat poison
0: But people who get into the drug game y'all always would say well I'm gonna either die or end up in prison You know this for a fact but then they still end they still full force in well, the drug game different.
2: The drug game is a little different though because you got a chance to make it mm. If you becoming a drug addict, you don't have a chance to become a drug addict. See, the guy who gave, the guy who you're talking about, his first pill, the guy probably looked up to him.
0: Mm. Yeah. yeah. And
2: he thought he was important, and that's why he was willing to accept something that came from him.
0: Are there any functional drug addicts that's been drug addicts from Absolutely. for years Absolutely. so so there are successful drug addicts then that's not, that's not that's success but you let can't. me ask
1: you this right here before you go how's the your 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 side business with the dispensary
2: dispensary'm uh, I'm, I'm still going through it with the city I think I think that, that we got everything lined up now uh, here in LA. Uh, my brand still been going good, though. Okay. You know, the LA Kingpin is still going good. The mm-hmm. Freeway, uh, I'm revamping Freeway right now. Uh, but overall, though, the weed business is going great for me. I mean, I mean, boxing. States. I need to ask. Well,
0: Hold on, how many siblings you have? Because when I you Google, said 20, so. you have a lot of siblings. But when I me? Google it, yeah, no, no, I only
2: how many have, siblings?
0: I only have. Because um, Google only said one brother, and it's the one that's in um, the coach of a Cubs team.
1: That's no. probably the wrong as Is it wrong? That's what Google said. <laughs> said. That's what Google said. When you Google, is what Google said. About you can't the, boxing, the, the, the boxing. The boxing, before you get off of here, one thing about you always deal with boxing on a whole other level, like, and you talked about Kid Austin and yeah. last time oh, we were talking. Anthony Peterson fight this week. Uh huh. So, yeah, so. Agent card, so I'll
2: be in Atlanta. Already? Yeah. You
1: already Everything going good in that aspect of your life? I feel
2: like that. I just got off the phone with a kid that, uh, Probably going to dominate boxing. Who is he? I ain't going to mention Somebody <laughs> go get not? him right. He ain't signed yet. So <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Just,
0: man. Well, okay. Well, man, we well tell us him. off camera so we know exactly Correct. who it hey, is. Hey, man, so I'm going to let him
1: out of here, man. Thank you so much for coming on Boss Talk once again, man. Your second time, man. We'll be hey, on there again. You coming to Texas. You got to come to my you, spot. You come to
0: Texas all the time, don't nah, you? No, but we
1: was going to New Orleans or somewhere yeah. last time you came. Yeah, I, I, I remember. i be to
2: Texas. I'm, I'm going to be working with... Uh, a out of Texas. You know he's working with, okay. that, with that new league. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, he wants me to come down and speak to his guys and and, and so forth. So All right. Well, when you come to Texas, you got to come
1: see me, man. CC going to bring you. you over there anyway. I ain't worried I no you. more. Thank you so you. much for coming on Boss Talk 101. Thank you all for having me. It's again. been another great segment of Boss Talk One where the bosses talk. And
0: we out. So,